welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. And I'm Michael. And if you want to know the secrets of the universe, the law of attraction, mysticism, brotherhood, gamble, movies, pop culture, archangels, magic, business, health, mediumship, smash the like button and subscribe to our channel. Really appreciate you guys. So today we have on Josh Petruna, aka the Suburban Beard. He runs a beard. The, the beard is strong with this one, Eric. He runs a YouTube channel called the Suburban Beard, where he focuses on hunting, on retail hunting, on items basically to buy for pennies and then sell them later on or donate. Or we want to hear all about it because I think it's a really interesting time that that you can make a living doing this. Yeah. So explain it. Explain. Explain to me like I'm five with what you do. So I, I'll step back, right? So I have an advantage on the reselling side. I've been doing it since 2002, just selling stuff. And and most of what I sold is what most people sell, right? You're like, oh, I have an old cell phone. I have an old pair of shoes I never wore, you know, and stuff like that. And that's where it started. So taking it back to finding the deals is, you know, I mean, I think it was bigger in the nineties, maybe, right? Like the couponers and you have the big book with all the coupons and, and everyone's seen the TV shows with the crazy couponers and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I hate coupons. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to figure Why? that out. I don't want it, it to me. It's, I want to find a deal without the extra step. Okay. Right. And so maybe you could use the word lazy. I'm not gonna, you know, I wouldn't deny that in that sense. Like, I don't want to sit there, get That's every resourceful. Right. So, yeah. So, and what's come along as of recent, I think it's become more prominent in recent years is the coupons have gone digital. And so that's made a huge difference in the world where I go into a Dollar General, I have their app on my phone and I scan the item and it shows me there's a coupon. I don't have to go above and beyond anything like that. The, the research beforehand does help, like seeing what coupons are available, things like that. But to, to step it back even further is... I want to find something cheaper than everyone else is finding it for and then buy it, whether it be for personal use to sell it on a website somewhere else or to give it as a gift and things like that. I, I refuse You know, it sounds more like a commercial, right? Like don't pay retail. Like, (laughs) but if you're paying full price for anything, you're overpaying. I mean, maybe a Tesla, it's probably the only thing you can't get a discount on anymore, but (laughs) really that's, that's mind blowing. So, you you go to the dollar general and how can you go and find things for a penny because i've seen episodes where like you can buy something for a penny and what are you actually buying for a penny so the way like the the penny shopping is specific technically also to home depot but that's a whole nother world to get into you can do this at home depot yes technically it's a lot of work at home depot like so like i'll explain it's so much work and so much explanation to like explain to somebody the steps that they'd have to go through to accomplish that. I haven't even done a YouTube video about it. Wow. And I know it would do awesome, right? Because it's Home Depot buys stuff for a penny. So right. the difference being though, going back to Dollar General, Dollar General's own internal memo about this is if you find one of the penny items, they have to sell it to you. It's in their employee handbook. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, but the way Dollar General operates is every store clearance stuffs out or clearances. I can't talk today. Clearance out items. So, you know, like after Halloween, Walmart, it's like 50%, 70%, 90% off. And then it just disappears from the floor. Right. Dollar General does the same thing, except after 90% off, when it's ready to remove from the floor, they drop the price to one cent. Wow. 
right? So now what's supposed to happen? So normally, because it's things always change and the way they operate changes. On a Friday, they send a list out to the stores. And they say to the stores, hey, these items next week, Tuesday, need to be clearance out of your store. They're ready. They have their own terminology, obviously, of what they call it. But, you know, they basically needs to be removed from the store and shipped back to the warehouse. Employee run, or sorry, Dollar General runs a tight, I, I call it a tight ship in the sense to where the least amount of employees needed to operate the store. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times these stores end up one person, right? They're stocking that someone's at the counter. They got to go ring them out and it gets really tight in there. And so, but they're also expected to remove this from the floor, keep up with this, that, and the other thing, like any retail space, but it's the staff that they don't always have the coverage. So getting the list, I've befriended some people and met some people that give me the list. Cause it's nothing that it's not like dollar general puts it on their Twitter feed, right? <laughs> like, right. Hey, we're clearing this stuff down to a petty. Right. So I take that list. I find all the images. I post it up for everybody to be able to find it. And then you go in on Tuesday and all those items are supposed to be one cent. Things could happen as far as like a glitch in their system where it doesn't drop that low or so you, you know, it's again, never perfect, but you go in, you take your app, and when if Dollar General app, you can scan any item in the store, and it'll tell you the price in that store. And when you see it's one penny, you put it in your cart and you go check out. <laughs> so what was the best? Hold on, Eric. What was the best the best <laughs> find you had for a penny? So there's two parts. I found for a penny, I the some of the fun things to find in a sense, like as far as the business side of reselling, like cd players right like the sylvania with the foam headphones uh like bluetooth speakers and stuff like that right so it's like the business side the other side um it was actually a year ago this month um i'll jump real quick every now and then there's what's called a surprise penny find which is something they didn't put a list out but somewhere within their business structure however it's done they dropped a bunch of items to a penny and the last two years until this year of course the last two years all these summer clothes dropped to a penny and they never told the stores. So I went in and started scanning and found, we found, I think I'm just looking at, I think it's like 483 items of clothing for a penny each. Wow. And we all wear to this day, there's t-shirts, shoes. I mean, well, that doesn't even count the shoes. That was just the clothes, like shoes. I mean, of course, keychains and accessories, you know, like random, random stuff like that. And like, you know, there's a stigma, excuse me, Josh, there's a stigma to like buying something for a penny. Right. Like you think like the more, the more you pay for something, the more, the better quality it's going to be. Is that still, does that still hold true for penny items? Not necessarily. So Alex, the other part of a lot of what also pennies out before, because let me separate it. So the other side, so if you find like, let's say you buy only one specific razor blade and it's an expensive razor blade, but you know, say, Hey, my face doesn't break out. Right. Or my, my, my head doesn't break out. Right. (laughs) So and you find it half price in the clearance aisle, you'd probably buy it at half price and because you wouldn't know about penny list, let's say, right? Or anything else. But some of the items, a majority of the items that are a penny, and this is again, just at Dollar General, a lot of times it's their brand, their stuff, like right. on three month old barbecue sauce, right? Like, right. <laughs> like right. that's not gonna, gonna work. But right. and, and in the reselling side of it, there's not a lot that I can read like their dollar sandals. I got them all for a penny and they, they have the new tags on them, but they all say a dollar. So the right. time and effort going into reselling. So I, I donated all, all of it gets donated to the women's shelter or the, yeah. I have a right. place yeah, down the street. You, you bought it for a penny. Exactly. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Exactly. And for me, 
a lot of that purchase is for the YouTube business, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I need to show that in the video and that's my, some of my biggest videos. If you look like sorting by views, my biggest videos are my hauls. Yeah. Right. what I bought, you know, and people love that. It's that it falls in that same category of shop with me. What's in the box. You know, it's an adult treasure hunt. It's legal. Like, right. <laughs> you know, right. what, what would you tell someone who has never done this before and they want to go to, they want to go in their area and do this tomorrow? What would be like the top two or three things that you would tell them to get started to do this? You, all you need is a smartphone. And the reason being, so for I a made, penny for a penny, right? If <laughs> we actually, this last week they had them for a penny, but <laughs> They had smart, but I think they were flip phones. So, <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, phone but, to phone, right? <laughs> so, but you, you do need like an internet access. And just, well, let me take that back. You don't even need a phone that has internet. You just need like a touchscreen phone that can download apps, right. because you have free Wi-Fi in every Dollar General. Okay? okay, so even if you have a basic, you know, I I think the Obama phone they had a touchscreen. Is that what they called it? The Obama, <laughs> right? Sure. If you if you yeah. need a phone, right? If you if that's what what you're on, that's it's no big deal. But the, okay. just get a phone with a touchscreen, download the Dollar General app. On my website, the way I, I literally try to make this as easy as possible on my website, when you go to the penny list for that week, suburbanbeard.com. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you go to the penny list. I literally have a link that clicks to a Google drive where you can print out the penny list. So technically, if you don't have a phone you, and you're at home, you could print out the list on a home computer, right? Or you can screenshot it, download the PDF file or whatever to your phone. Mm -hmm. I try and make it as easy as possible for everybody. Cause then I also have visuals on there. So you know what to look for. So, but easiest way, if you have that list and you look through it and you're like, okay, there's three different types of bubble gum, there's soup, there's whatever. You take your phone in, you go in, go to the clearance aisle and you literally just scan with your phone looking. And a lot of times what I do is I'll scan everything. Cause there could be like, again, there's so many every week, there's more penny items, you know, not every, every now and then, of course, there's the one-offs, right? The weeks they don't have it, but I've gone in there to stores. I go to twice a week, just looking for deals. And then I'll scan the clearance aisle and all of a sudden I'll find like eight new items. I've never seen a penny before in their penny, but it could have been like a year ago and it's been sitting in the back room and someone brought it out. When right? was the last time, when was the last time you bought like a $20 t-shirt or $30 t-shirt? never I, honestly, yeah. let me refresh probably like high school you know what i mean like i needed the tommy shirt when i when i was a junior right, right. so <laughs> but is that it, hat you that hat you paid nothing for the shirt no, no yeah like, this, this hat actually this brand new hat that i got with the tags on it was a dollar 50 at goodwill oh my god brand new brand new you know i i don't even I, i'm not a sports guy at all and i'm like oh right. it's blue i'll buy it for a dollar fifty it really but this like really is changing my opinion on things so is it right. only with dollar general or so the penny, do other stores the penny deals are dollar general only right like, so but there's so many things like okay say i don't want to buy penny items you know because they let me let me i do need to make the the asterisks right when you go into dollar you don't ask for the penny items because yeah, then the employees will be like, because you have to realize all this is supposed to be off the floor, right? Like it's not supposed to be there when you go in on Tuesday. Right. And so when you find them, it's awesome. You know, now some stores, they'll, you know, they can try arguing with you. It can whatever, you know, I always say like, 
Don't call corporate, just smile and nod because of the turnover rate within two to three months, there's going to be new employees there anyways. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can say, Hey, just, I'd like to refer back to, you're supposed to sell them to me in your own manual and be polite, you know, and but why yeah. don't they want to sell them though? Like, isn't what's the point of this? Like, can, can you go and go, where's the penny aisle? It's, it's it, there. Right. Well, cause it's just the clearance aisle. So they don't like, it's supposed to remove from the floor. So part of it, and some people take it personally, it's a slap in the face. They didn't do their job. Interesting. You know what I mean? So, cause the whole, like, it's just the way they handle their inventory that it goes to a penny. Why they do that? I mean, listen, if they really cared that much about it, they change it and make it $50 every time it clearanced out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. And, and you. you know, something like that, or, or they change their policy. All they have to do is change their policy that we don't sell them. How much would you spend on a random Tuesday at the dollar general store? Um, well, I'll, I'll if, you're this, penny, I, if you're doing a penny haul, right? Right. If I'm going like, so I'll, I'll, I have a mapped out system where I hit between 30 and 40 stores, depending how good the list wow. is Wow. Yeah. for the whole day. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, so that's being at the first store at 8am and then being at the last store, I'll, this explains how close they are in proximity. The last store is at 2pm. I can hit that oh many stores. And you're so, in Cleveland, right? You're yes. in Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. West side of Cleveland. So yeah. I gotcha. Like, I so, but they, it, it shows you where Dollar General focuses. I mean, it goes into a little different topic style, but it's the it shows you where they put their focus as far as their stock price is at two hundred and twelve dollars. By the way, so and what? Yes, yeah, it's crazy. Some yeah. of these stores are literally less jo than one mile from each other. Josh, I don't want to sound like a snob. I'm not. I'm not a snob at all. But like, I've never been in a dollar store ever. And I think. I think when I was like maybe eight years old, my mom and I went to a dollar store yeah, like to get me. They some have one. They have one in in uh, in Amityville, and they have one in Lindenhurst. So yes, they're they're about, all over. About twenty minutes from our house. Right. But like, I've never been in there. I don't even notice them. Yeah. See here, it's it's a little different. You know, maybe I could, maybe I'll send you guys a map. You can pop it on screen or something like that. Like literally it, it shows you by the areas. So by my house within a five mile radius, I have six stores. Wow. Okay. But then if you go farther out into little different areas, there's literally, I can hit, you can drive, right? So you don't stop and get out. Let's say you drive one mile, you can hit 17 stores in a one mile circle. Dollar Generals? Dollar Generals. That's how it's, they're close in Walgreens and Starbucks. It, are you representing a culture here? Do, like, again, I, I'm not familiar with no, Dollar General. Yeah. Are you representing a culture here of people that only shop at Dollar General stores? I mean, clearly their stock price is over $200 a share. So right. they, they must be doing something right. Yeah. And so, but it's, I don't even think it's a cultural, like, so I don't know like where shops shops at Dollar General stores. It's, it's a blend. Like I right. listen, not just you, right? So my mom, and she's like, oh, I just never thought of going to Dollar General. And she's not posh. She's not, oh, right. I'm a, you know, either away. Right. Right. Nothing like that. You know, I mean, this my parents have done well, but again, they're not, you know what I mean? Like right. my mom's, you know, she drives a 2012 Cherokee because it has 38,000 miles. She's like, I don't want a new car. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Um, but I explained to her, like, uh, uh, let me change the, the not the topic and but so. On Saturday, every week, Dollar General offers you $5 off $25. As long as you spend 25 bucks, you get five bucks off. Okay. Well, then they have coupons for paper towels, toilet paper, you know, gain. If you want like, you know, the most expensive, you know, liquid detergent you can get. You get the Viva high-end paper towels. Uh -huh. You still save $15 when you spend 30 total. 
Jesus Christ. So, all name brand stuff. All high, and we're not talking dollar general brand or cheap value, but none of it, right? All right. high gain fabric softener, all that stuff. All name yeah. brand. I'm gonna share my screen here real quick. Okay. This is like this is really interesting. And you can see five dollars off twenty-five dollars. Yep. Is that for any dollar general? That's just in the Cleveland. Area. Any dollar general. Any dollar general. Really. Like I just had, I did a huge video today. I, I just bought 200 led Christmas lights for five bucks, 200 counts. Right. You know? And then I also got ramen cookers for a dollar, which are amazing stocking stuffers, bro. Who the hell needs to go to like Peapot anymore? Shop, right? It has right. everything. It has your ice cream. Your and again, I don't work for, yeah, I don't work for dollar general. They don't no, pay cool. me. I don't, right. No, but they, they do, they do good by you. It's, it's truly, truly amazing. Wait, like, now, now uh, Josh, take us back a little bit. Yeah. Like, have you always, have you always tried to find deals? I don't know. I don't know what age you are. So I don't know. Like, have you always done this since you were a kid? Were, you, are you, were your parents like this? Were they like, always look for the best deal? No, that's the thing. Like my mom wasn't a couponer, right? Like if she found a coupon, she'd use it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. this is a good deal type thing, but it wasn't like crazy, you know? And like, you know, I, I'm sure my parents had like struggles in the eighties, you know, and things like that. Cause I, I right. was born in 81. I'm 39. I'll be 40 in January. You know, so cool. um, it started, it was, I'll, I'll explain where even it, like, it was like two. So in 99, we started like, is the first time I got my best circuit city. If you guys remember that. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll circuit city. They had a glitch in their ad and there was a deal for all the seasons of Seinfeld. And it was supposed to be something like, I don't know, it was like 80 bucks or something. We were buying seasons of Seinfeld for $9. Okay. And then I resold it for 50 in the plain dealer, you know, newspaper. Right? Really? And I'm like, wow, I can make money doing this, you know? And you fast forward a few years later, eBay starts growing. You know, I mean, I, I remember the days of eBay to, to rephrase it into that. Like people would send me checks in an envelope to buy something off of eBay. Really? Like eBay was the wild, wild west back in the day. Have you ever thought of like white labeling your own stuff? like creating creating your own products and like having like a store and stuff like that i've thought about it in the sense and like we've done it to a point so my wife handles the other side she does all the etsy stuff she right. designs her own like you know vinyl graphics and labels and like we don't have the little cry cut we've got a 22 inch vinyl plotter you know what i mean so it's i can make a banners and signs if we wanted to and and, and go down that road and i've looked at doing that even with the amazon side of creating my own product and stuff and is just I looked at the investment return in time. I buy a product at 50 to 70% less the price. I don't have to put that time and money into reinvesting and advertising for that product. It's already done. Right. For right. You know, right. so that's where I've never really, it's, it's in the back of my head that I, it's something I should do. Cause I think you can, you have the right product. Obviously it, you can just explode, you know, or, on your face but it's <laughs> I mean, so the, the word that's coming to mind here and i don't know if this is what you're doing but is this retail arbitrage yes that same type of thing same type of thing so the con the main concept of retail arbitrage is that the other side not so much with penny items but i find an item that's selling hot i found it on sale somewhere i go and hit every single target and buy every single one right so you'll buy a hundred candles that were originally ten dollars you're buying them for two dollars each or something yeah and then reselling them for 20 to 30. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. Like, you know, like every now and then I like the biggest part about this, like if you get into the game, there's a lot of times where you sit on stuff. So, you know, I've got my, 
17,000 Christmas lights going up. I got all the decorations, but in my shed is also three bins of stuff I bought last year for five to 10 cents each. And I'm already reselling them at, at 10 to $15, like t-shirts wow. and, and stuff like that is because it's the biggest struggle of getting into the game is getting ahead to where like, I'm ready now that winter's coming. Right. You know, I'm listing the Christmas stuff that's, that's going out. I'm listing toys. I mean, at the same time though, that other love of mine is as opposed to the retail side, I do a lot of bidding on auctions from like auction houses and the stuff I buy for a dollar is insane. Like what? Like, what? like old school working reel to reel projectors with really? film for a dollar because nobody wants to do it. And then I sell it for $175. Oh my God. Is this, or, is this, your, is this your day job? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, here's all pan. There's there's that storage. Wow. And then the larger products and items are stored up over there. Sorry if I'm rubbing the microphone. I love no, that your office. Good. I love that your office is your garage. Oh yeah. Well, it's, it's, I'd love I want to get to that. I I just haven't I don't know what it is. I just I can't come to spend the money on a retail space since I have the garage. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. It's, Dude. It, makes, it makes total sense. Dude, there is there is space for a suburban beard retail store. Right. There is there's Dollar General and like suburban if you beard. if there's a suburban beard storefront on every corner of America, dude, your stock would be double of what fucking right. Dollar General would be. You have something so, so yeah, like where where, where do you want to go with this? Like what's your what's your 5-year plan, you know, what is it only your YouTube channel? Oh, you know what I wanted to ask before we go there. Are you on uh, are you on TikTok? Are you on LinkedIn? Are you on any of those other platforms? I'm on all I listen. I even have a MySpace, right? I just wanted to capture my name everywhere. Right. Um, I'm on LinkedIn and I I uploaded a video, my first video to LinkedIn like six months ago because someone was saying to do stuff on it. I still I haven't grabbed my head around it. And because yeah. I, I maybe it's just because of what I do and maybe I'm thinking about it the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those like I I bury myself, I call it burying it in work, but it's, it's learning, right? Like I watch every video from every creator, whether you have one subscriber or 10 million, just to see what you have to say on the subject and then research it and break it down from there. And that's how I put this together. Cause you look back, my original YouTube videos was all about thrifting. I was going to garage right. sales and Goodwills and, and doing all that for the resale business. Right. And I met somebody on YouTube who was doing Dollar General. They taught me about it and he ended up stepping back. So I kind of grabbed the reins from what he was doing mm -hmm. and it skyrocketed. And that's, you know, I mean, I guess to go back to even your other question in, in the evolving of that is now I'm switching my focus. I'll never stop doing Dollar General and stuff like that, but switching my focus back into like the Target, the Walmart hidden clearance and stuff yep. like that. And that's to just grow the channel. Because like when you, you know, you search Google trends, like when you type in Walmart and Dollar General, like it's millions of searches less, you know what I mean? Right. And, and so growing on that, like, how did you start the YouTube channel? Um, what, was, what was the seed, the seed that did it for you? So it was last year. What year are we in? 2020, 19. <laughs> yeah. So January of 19, uh, my company changed their focus and they downsized and I got let go and I was sitting on a ton of product and I told the wife, I'm like, you know, at the time, I'm like, I'm almost 40. And I'm like, maybe I just found my market too late or what I wanted to do late in life. And I'm like, but and not really late in life, but you know what I mean? Like not at 20. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to do this. And she's like, let's go for it. Let's try it. You know, and she supported you like that. That's all yeah. wives are like that too. Very supportive. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and, and she loves it. I mean, 
the biggest change with like that change of just going in and doing this is the the dynamic change at home of me being here. Right. Three kids, wife, a house, white wow. picket fence. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. And right. like, but like, and especially it's one of those things. And this is that thing that got me hooked on the channel. We don't have to go way down this road, you know, so we can still talk about whatever, like the archangel stuff and like getting into that. And like, all of a sudden I'm home and then the, the Rona hits and I'm home with the family. Cause the week right. we went into quarantine, my wife was in the hospital. You know, and she ended up like she had these crazy pancreatic issues, like oh strong, and she never she doesn't drink. So like they didn't know what was going on. So she's in the hospital. The next day they shut down everything and the kids are home from school. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> but like, what are the chances of me being here in a position right, to be to handle that? Something else, something else was in play for you to get where you needed to go. So going into law of attraction where you believe in archangels you believe in obviously goal making and law of attraction right so how did you get into archangels so archangels sorry archangels yeah sorry um it was so i haven't read a lot on it um it was researching like what was happening and trying to figure out why it was happening in that way you know i mean because it there's luck coincidence in, in that sense but then there's it's almost too much constantly <laughs> right there's no such thing yeah there's you no such thing as, as coincidence i'm reading a book now by damian eccles and he's like could it be coincidence once you keep getting the same uh the same response over and over and over and over again it's not coincidence right coincidence is happening one time and then not happening for the rest of your life right the, the right. stuff that's happening between us right now where how did you did you i know you're like you've been listening to our podcast but like how did you hear about us critical drinker the drinker yeah right it was yeah. i and i stumbled onto him because of a guy i follow in australia <laughs> really and, you know and uh but that's where that that's where the biggest part came in like that hit but then like even last year november while i'm you know i i put my first video i think like april of last year and i put out a couple of videos here and there figuring you know i was learning what to do like how to edit how to record a video you know gopro 5 was my first camera and, and doing that and then it was one of those, like I was following other resellers and then stumbled on this guy that had 38 subscribers uh, is Alex Fatman the flipper. And then he was interviewing somebody that lived about an hour from me. And I was like, oh, hey, I'm from Ohio too. Like, and I messaged him and, and talked to him and we still talk to this day, you know, and we keep in touch. Awesome. And then it's like from him, I learned the Dollar General stuff. And then I learned the growing stuff. And now I'm talking with people that have, you know, 400,000 subscribers on Instagram that are like, I'm like, Hey, I found this deal. They're like, Oh, that's awesome. I found this deal. And like, you know, and where it's growing to. And like, it's just, again, like that coincidence didn't make sense to me. It was just too much. I feel like you see, I feel like you already know where your channel is going to go. Absolutely. That's that's the feeling that I'm getting from you. Like, you know, you're going to have, a hundred thousand or 400,000 subscribers. Like you just, you just know that. Well, your thumbnails are amazing. You're a total personality. The beard is awesome. You literally make me not want to shave and just grow this big fat beard and listen to like (laughs) clutch or Metallica or something, you You know, know, like, well, that's it. That's again, like it it goes back even a few more years or I, I, when I started working at my previous company, I was doing like retail there and stuff like that. It was a cable company. So but uh, I met one of the engineers and befriended him. He moved to Thailand. Well, now he's in Thailand 
we started talking about doing a business together now that he's not here, you know, and we got into bearding and talking about all this stuff. And he just kept, he, he kept telling me, he's like, I know what you can do. You need to shut up and do it. Right. And over, he and did. Over, you he know, did. It, it took me, you know, three, four, it, it took the push, right? Like if they didn't let me go, I'd honestly probably still be stuck there. Right. And I've always done my own thing and started new stuff and done fun things like, you know, the Christmas lights and this and that. And, right. but it was like, I needed that huge, well, you're going to fail if you don't do something right. right. You know, cause if you don't have money coming in, things don't usually work too well. <laughs> you really have made me really happy to hear that there is, you know, cause we were nervous that like when quarantine hit, we own a car service, we're in a global car service. And like to hear that you can go and get, you can food, make a living, you can make a living doing this. Or, you know, if, 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 if it's going to get even tighter, you can go to a dollar general store and you can go feed your family for 20 bucks. Yeah. And the, the bigger push I had, so I've, I'd been reselling and then it was getting heavy even before, again, not coincidence, but the, right. as I, at the end of 2018, um, I just was like, I should buy some more stuff to resell. Let's let's like, you know, let's, let's pay for a vacation with reselling, right? Let's right. just do that. Let's not come out of savings. Let's not, you know, and then I was, I had so much stuff. I was almost overwhelmed, right? Like working a full-time job is one of those jobs. Like if you're not there seven days a week, you're not working. Right. Right. And stuff like that. And so, but like, as soon as like, I got let go, I had, you know, a pocket of money that was coming, but then I had all this stuff like ready to go and it just kept going. Can you go, can you go back to corporate America after the last year and a half of what you've done, the last two years of what you've done? I'll phrase it in two ways. If I had to, to provide for the family, I would. Sure. Right. But beyond that, no. Right. I, I'd be unhappy. I'd be angry. I, it's more that, right. That angry at myself. Why am I here? <laughs> right. You know, do you have help doing what you're doing or is it just you doing the shopping, doing the posting online? Cause I know like the posting and taking pictures, that stuff takes a long time to get done. That's been my, what takes the longest for a lot of people to post stuff is the research of how to post it and how to list it. That is the one thing that I've been blessed with my entire life. Like, I, I don't know if it's just cause I read the encyclopedia Britannica, not page by page, but you know, like <laughs> I knew, I know where you have to a knack for it. Yeah, I know where to look to get the information I need. And I know the words right. to use to find the information I want. I've right. always been good at that. And that's that's why I was good at sales. You know, I, I could use the right words to get what I need to have happen. And so me researching a product, I can find it instantly and get things listed. But to answer your question directly, so is honestly, it's my wife. It, it was just me because she was handling like the Etsy side and her design stuff and everything else. But what with YouTube, the way like she never thought it YouTube wouldn't happen. But I'm like, listen, I, I know you can make money on YouTube. I know this can be done. I know I can do it. And from April to November last year, I didn't make a penny. And I was pumping out video, daily videos, daily videos, you know, and like, you know, 15 to 20 minute long daily videos and coming up with new information. November 11th last year, I hit. I became monetized and hit the 1000 subs. And then just a few days ago, I hit 14,000 subs. Wow, man. So, you know, 13,000 subs in a year, <laughs> you know, like, listen, I've always, as soon as I hit a hundred subs, I'm like, I have a hundred thousand subs. That's yep. what right. You right. know, like that's just always been in my head. I'm like a hundred thousand isn't unachievable on any level, you know, 500 probably take a little bit longer, but not with your personality and not with your brand and great beard. Yeah, it's a great brand, and we're at, we're there now. I mean, I'm gonna look how many subscribers we have. We're touching the, a thousand. Yeah, nine sixty eight. I think when I last looked. 
Yeah, we're at 971 right now. That's okay. Yeah. So we're touching a thousand, and like Eric and I are retiring when we hit a thousand. Like we're right. gonna make a penny a day. We're gonna <laughs> right. go to Dollar General. <laughs> we're gonna buy myself an, like an old 31 cents is gonna buy us 31 flip flops. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean really and truly, this you have to do YouTube out of labor of love. And and your YouTube is the new direct TV, right? Everyone has their own channel, and your channel, like when I did the intro, it's it's brotherhood it's mediumship it's law of attraction it's movies it's pop culture that really is what oaken bros is about suburban beard i mean that doesn't have to stop at at i want to say like penny pinching right right? like that doesn't have to stop at penny holes suburban beard is is fatherhood it's about raising kids on a budget i mean there's so much to your brand yeah there's have you thought about expanding that suburban beard into other things? Yeah. So I have, I've been working on, like, I, I guess this does, I totally forgot about this. So part of that is the, the product. I have been working on my own beard balm and oils. It's kind of like, why not? Right. As far as my Dick own products, awesome. we were going to start on like Etsy, eBay, just to see, you know, if I can get things moving, but then the other, so I have, there's, I have a lot of channels. So I have, I Christmas harder than you. Uh, I have Manny the mannequin. So when I started my, I guess, gimmick, right? So I, I have two of them. So when I greet everybody on the camera, it's YouTubes. I've always said, because yeah. the first time I turned on the camera, I said it wrong because I was just learning how to talk to a camera. And then all of right. a sudden I'm like, you know, I had like 60 subs and they're like, you didn't say YouTubes. I'm like, I guess that's a thing. So that's what I say now, right? Like, what's up YouTubes? That's my, my go-to. Love so, it. and then I talked to a mannequin. So when I was going, bo- I, I'd record myself boxing up stuff from eBay and what I was selling, how much I sold it for, my profit, right. you know, and everything else. And, you know, my man- Manny the Mannequin was there and Manny's been along for the ride. Like, you know, I, I I was going to storage units with, you know, other like large YouTubers and I'd carry my mannequin with me. <laughs> and we he, technically the mannequin won a storage auction and the auctioneer's like, I couldn't really say no because everyone was behind him you know like and so i hit my man in the mannequin channel has like 120 subs right so and i have um what i've been focusing on though is i have my other second true second channel is suburban beard chronicles my buddy dana helped me come up with that one and so that's through help um i've gotten a lot of help i don't know if you guys d nimmin if you've seen him no if you you ever have questions about kind of youtube growth awesome guy but so chatting on him with the live streams and stuff like that is he's helped me kind of like realize like I loved the daily vlog stuff I was doing. Like, you know, I'm like in my head again, I've, you know, I've got a hundred thousand subs and I'm Casey Neistat, right? Like, <laughs> even though I can't ride a skateboard, but it was, he's like, with what your channel's doing and where it's growing, he's like, you have to cut that out. He's like your sub base and your non-subscribers that keep watching your videos aren't here for that. And they may like you like that, right? And they may enjoy it. But when you're watching a video that says toys 75% off, they don't care you're getting your car washed. Right. Do you know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay. And so that's where I started Suburban Beard Chronicles. And I've started recording my, I'll record everything throughout my day, but I'm cutting down and putting it into like vlog form mm-hmm. and doing that as well. And so that's where, there's just so many angles this can go in the long run. You know, I haven't set a clear path, but it's the same way when I started YouTube, I love that in the moment, like you're doing something like, Oh, I just realized this. We're doing that now. That's it. That's my line right now. Are you on, are you on TikTok? Yeah. Do you have, how's your following on there? It's not great. Like I'll, I don't do a lot is the problem. And and that's the fully admit that hundred percent. I, right. 
I don't have a fear of TikTok, but so I have a wolf pack. It's three, it's me and three close to my, my friends, you know, and so they're in a lot of my videos, mm -hmm. you know, and some people just come to see what they're doing and what they're up to. And, you know, our dynamic is, is different because we're different than everybody else in the couponing space, right. Or any of those discounts and, and stuff like that. So, but everybody wants to do something else. And we've discussed podcasts and stuff like that, but you know, they have full-time jobs, they have, you know, families and, and stuff like that. So I, I never put pressure on them either, but it's, what else can we do with this? And so, you know, it's just, I don't know where, where that next turn is. <laughs> TikTok. I, I could see you making videos on a haul. I think if you do your hauls, cause you have the content already, right? Yeah. Take that content and then make it into, into, into 15 second or 60 second clips. Right. And, and just one a day, one a day on TikTok, And especially like they, they have a thing for beards. And uh, just like that, like there's a whole group of them on there that have beards and they're married and they're, you know, like just domesticated males, so to speak, right. like, like the three of us. <laughs> and, you know, I think that that you would really kill it on there. Really, I, really, really kill it on there. I just started. So that was again, D, that was one of the things D had not yelled at me. He doesn't yell at anybody. Right. But it was like, hey, you know, you need to be doing this. And so like. For the first time, it was a couple of weeks ago, I did a, uh, like, I think my highest viewed video before then was like 200 some odd views or 300 views right. mm -hmm. and nothing great. But again, it was, you know, Dollar General was my friend's dude, you know, twerking in front of a Dollar General sign, you know, and like, that's part of my intro and stuff like, you know, just goofy stuff, you know, and, but I put out a video that was just, hey, this item is a penny, go find it. It's a clear tote. Here's the UPC code for you. And that got like 1800 views in a day. Right. Wow. And I wasn't even in that one, but I started posting, I posted a couple more after that. And both of those got like 300 some views, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's, it's super low in a sense, as far as like TikTok movement. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I know it's there. I just, I'll be honest with you. I, what I want to do on TikTok is do the goofy dances. Because right. I'm, I'm just, listen, I'm a loud, in-your-face, goofy, and I talk a lot, right? Like, Have you always been that way, Josh? Yeah, yeah I don't. As far back I, as you can remember? Yeah, I don't, like, listen, I, I, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I, you know, I, the, my, my only struggle in life is I used to be at two packs a day, and, you know, I'm still down to, like, two or three cigarettes a day, you know? And I, I hate it, and I know I hate it. It's just, it, it's that trigger when I have my coffee, and without my coffee, I can't live, and I can't take a shower without coffee. It's my so the, only... So the universe put us together right now. Our father had lung cancer. He was a two-pack-a-day guy, and he switched to cigars. And he got lung cancer, and he beat it. But the COPD got him. What I've learned is lung cancer was easy. Wow. Okay? Lung cancer was the easy part, because he got lung cancer. It was a death sentence. You were done. Anyone yeah. that I know that had lung cancer died. Okay. Our, right. gra our grandmother, two packs a day, died, lung cancer within a year of diagnosis. COPD was 14 year decline of my father. Wow. You have to make a decision for yourself if you want the ending of your life to be horrible for your children and wife to see. No. Because it I'm not trying to like, you know, no, convert I you, but I'm trying to help you here, man. Our father, the ending was ugly because he was going like this, smoking. He, he was, he thought he was cool. Let me tell you something. You either do it or you don't. Right. It's, it, there's no as one a day, two a day. You have the willpower to turn a YouTube channel into fourteen thousand subs. You have enough willpower to say "fuck you, cigarettes." I don't need you anymore. Right. And I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not trying to impose my will on no, you. I get it. But I'm just trying to help out. The ending 
is ugly for people with COPD. It was horrible. Eric, can you vouch for that? Yeah. You know, listen, my dad was a fighter and he fought till the very end. It ain't worth it, man. The cigarette, Bro. believe Bro. me, the cigarette ain't worth it. Don't smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't smoke. Yeah. Got, got too much good shit going on. Don't yeah. Smoke. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that, that's my biggest thing. Like, I, I mean, I, I put on the Rona weight, you know, <laughs> and, and stuff. And I've been working that off that's and getting down, but it, just it was that thing hard. where. I, where was he? We were hitting a bunch of stores and then we were walking up steps and I got to the top. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm out of breath. I'm almost 40 and I'm out of breath. I can't want to see Corona weight. You want to see Corona weight? Look at this. Look at these two, look at these two hogs and heifers, man. That's me with the sleeveless shirt. <laughs> and, that's, uh, and that's me. Yeah. You can see my fatty liver right there in the picture. So, <laughs> so I lost 50 pounds. Eric lost 100. We can give you a breakdown in two minutes on how to lose 30, 30 seconds on how to lose weight if you want. Don't need yeah. carbs. Don't eat carbs. Don't eat carbs. Cut out all sugar, and the weight will melt off of you. You're you don't even have to exercise. You already yeah, no, drink, so we're down about ten. That was my my wife was in the hospital. We didn't know they. She went in. They they told her she had type two diabetes. Wow. And when she was, in, and then of course the Rona's hitting everything, you know, with processing. But that's because I put on the weight just from the stress of that, in a sense, right? And sitting and figuring out like how to, you know, I mean, I'll bring it back into full circle, but like. She's back home. I'm trying to figure out how to keep this YouTube channel going when you're not supposed to leave the house, right? <laughs> and so, but um, it worked, obviously. But yeah, it was in that turn now. And so most of what we started eating, because I'm down, I think, 10 pounds where it was. I think it was like three oh, my biggest. And now I'm down like 295, 293, give or, you know, right. and stuff. So, but it, because her diet, I just like, I'm following your diet. You know, I don't want to get that you know i don't want you know this and that type 2 so. diabetes from what i learned i'm not a doctor eric is not a doctor type 2 diabetes is an allergy to sugar yeah and you're eating carbohydrates which turns to sugar that's what's going to cause type 2 diabetes look up cole robinson on youtube look up tom delauer frank defano even vegan gains look up these guys there's unlimited information out there if you want to lose weight there's oh yeah no, there's no more excuse to say i can't lose weight can't do it it's it's all there Oh yeah, no. I take a diet and follow it, and, and the weight will melt off of you. And your right. wife can reverse diabetes. There's no question asked. Oh yeah, no. And we've even talked about that. And that's where you know, like, there's just just the weight she's lost, and the way you know how much better she feels now, and you know, like, and things like that, and like stuff that would almost cause her allergies. Like, don't now since she's changed her diet. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I mean to give you a perfect example. So when we first started changing our diet, in a sense, and then obviously it went awry, or she wouldn't have been in the hospital. But like, she fixed her own vision. She no longer, yeah. she wore contacts and glasses her entire life until about four years ago. And now she doesn't need them. Yeah. My vision got better too throughout, yeah. throughout my, carnivore. My, my, my weight loss journey. Yeah. If you want to, if you really want to like have the weight melt off of you, don't just don't eat any plant food and just eat meat for 30 days, eat meat and drink water. There's a huge carnivore community online where they just basically eat meat. Yeah. And yeah. the weight just. I, I did that for about four years. Okay. So and you, you lost a hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, yeah. you reversed your Hashimoto's. There's other things than just the weight loss, right? Right. Weight loss is cool. It's, it's physical. It's, you know, you see it, but you know, you don't have, I don't have asthma or allergies and my right. allergies are much less than what they've been by cutting out the shit I'm allergic to. But yeah. you had, I don't want to digress too much, but like sure. you, you really have something so cool here your personality the brand when we saw that suburban beard pop up i'm like is this guy is famous that? right yeah. like <laughs> is, is he famous this is like it's like a critical drinker of like the midwest contacting us. right <laughs> right like you really you, you got something have you always had the beard 
No, I, I started beard. Well, I'll rephrase. So I've had facial hair like almost my entire life. You know, I, I should say I, I wrestled in high school, so you couldn't have it. Right. So mm-hmm. as soon as high school was done, I was like, I want facial hair. And I've had, I listen, I've trimmed it into the Tony Stark look I've done, you know, really? I, you know, everything you could think of in 2015, I'd kind of grown it out. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I There's just no going back, right? going. you know, I mean, it's, we, I trimmed about a month ago cause I was down to here. Wow. And so it just gotten a little, little too scraggly, you know, a little too rough. I, I like yeah. to look a little more presentable for the holiday. How long did that take to grow out? A year. Okay. Yeah, it only took me, and that's a everybody can beard like that's the, I could do an entire beard channel, right? Like the the type of oils that help your beard, your facial hair grow better, and you know, people are like, oh, it never grows in here, and I'm like, if the pro, I'll fully admit, if you work in a business arrangement in a cubicle site, to show up to work for one to two months with a weird scraggly beard doesn't look good. I get that, you know what I mean? Or military, I'd never hold against military at any level for sure. not to grow beard, right? Here sure. in our country, so, uh, but. If you can get through, anybody can get through the awkward stage, you can grow a beard. <laughs> the longest right. I've gone was like three weeks. And then I'm just like, I can't take it anymore. Does it itch you? Does it, does it, I've never itched. I've never, but I've done the same, you know, every night I oil and I brush out. And then every morning I, you know, use my beard butter and then I brush, I comb right. it and brush it out. And my skin's just always been soft. I've never like broken out under my beard, really? but I started that before it got long. Right. So when it was just like the full, you know, the full beard, just like this type of deal, that's when I started that. Cause I looked into it again. I, I did my hardcore research and dug in and drowned myself in it to learn everything. And then I'm like, well, let's try this out. It just kind of worked. And for my scalp, I use cranium. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty what, good. What music do you listen to? You look like you're a hardcore, like, that's the fun like i love the hardcore music most of what i listen to is well I, honestly year round is usually christmas music playing in the house <laughs> really um, <laughs> most of what i listen to is either like classical music remixes <laughs> so like with techno really? beats and stuff really or or like weird one-off stuff you find on on youtube and stuff like that it's it's such a strange mix but you know i'll listen you know i I mean, I don't have like Guar coming through my playlist, really. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'll definitely in this my executioner. <laughs> but you, you could literally hear Beethoven followed by Metallica wow. followed by you know Barbie Girl, right? Like it's just really? a mix, you know. It, it like, I mean, obviously pre-Rona, like my wife and I, we went to the New Kids concert every other year in Cleveland. Wow. You know, so it's <laughs> I. So you're I, a big. Te- you're you're a teddy bear. This right, like every every manifestation of the word, it's, you it's know. Awesome. And I say like Such a nice guy. I yeah. don't like country music, but I love bluegrass. Oh, sure. I love bluegrass, right? So, right? Yeah, yeah so man. <laughs> when but I yeah, got I serious, when I got XM Radio before they merged with Sirius, yep. my first channel was the Bluegrass Station. Yeah, it was like I love that. Was, I think, or something. Yeah, like yeah, with Bluegrass and then <laughs> Johnny Cash. I was like really big into Johnny Cash. But you should listen to Clutch because your beard will get bigger and thicker as you listen to Clutch. Well, they're in my they, playlist. I've got them too. As a- Clutch is that's my favorite band. And the Melvins. I don't know if you're a big Melvins guy. I don't Do know you- if I the Melvins all right. So the Melvins fired Kurt Cobain. That's how good they are. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Kurt Cobain tried out for the Melvins and he was their guitarist for a little bit. They have two drummers. Your beard will get even bigger and thicker as you listen. <laughs> they're the definition of drudge rock, like dread. Like it, they're I'm a writer. And okay. they they have been so instrumental in my writing and clutch too. But 
your beard, I'm, it makes me, I, I'm gray now. So I don't know if I'll look like an old, like Moses. Man. I am too, honestly, so we like, we were going to do it for a bit and it just failed miserably. Like my beard grows gray right here. So I yeah. like the racing street. Like, so if I'm like, not in a bad mood, right. But I'm concentrating, I'm walking down and there's gray spikes right here, you know? And I'm like, but it's like Gandalf, time, man. It's like Gandalf badass. Right. But like, time, like I'm walking up, I'm wearing a fanny pack, bright blue shorts, yellow shoes, you know, and I've got Bill Murray t-shirt. <laughs> Right, like, it, like if you think I'm in any way some sort of over aggressive bearded motorcycle guy, just you know. <laughs> what are your favorite movies? I mean, since you're a critical drinker guy, and we're kind of connected through Will Jordan, which I got to email Will and thank him for this. But like, what's your favorite, top five favorite movies of all time? All right, don't laugh too hard. So it's Holiday Inn with Bing Crosby, 1942. Oh man, you're um, an old soul, dude. Right, it's you're a, an old soul. And then uh, Constantine, Keanu Reeves, classic. Um, followed by Limitless, uh, Bradley Cooper. I just, there's something, it's like that boiler room. Like I get, if I need to get psyched up, I watch that movie hundred <laughs> percent. And Absolutely. then this one is don't laugh too hard. It's, it's the same feeling I get when I watch Limitless, but in a different way is surfer dude, surfer dude. Again, no one's heard of it. It's, it um, I keep oh thinking of surfs up with the penguins. That's not no, no, no. It's um. Oh my gosh! Is he, I always said if married a man, I w- he would have been my husband, Matthew McConaughey. Okay. So yeah. and it's literally it's it's just like it sounds. It's a stupid movie about surfing, but the entire movie is Matthew McConaughey finding himself. Love and it. And there's something about the way that movie. Like there's a listen. Half the movie you can cut out. Right. Like it just like it's the goofy backstory and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way watching Matthew McConaughey search for what's right in the universe wow. is just amazing. Like if you can sit through the whole movie, do it. I don't Bro, <laughs> that's, you that's have Tommy. That's Tommy boy for us. Okay. Uh, that's, that, yeah, that's amazing too. Yeah. It's yeah. That's Tommy boy for us. Just there's so much connection to that movie. And what's your last movie? Um, then I always get torn. So it, there's a nostalgic side to me and it's, it's because of high school, right? The bonding with all my friends. It's night at the Roxbury. <laughs> Dude, I saw that in a drive-in. I, mean, I saw that classic. movie in a drive-in. It's a classic. You know, but like in high school, like we did the, you know, the 12 of me and my friends, we Bloody like you know. down the talent show aisle to get don't on stage hurt. and, you know, <laughs> don't hurt me. Don't yeah, hurt no, me. it's classic. Those SNL movies. They're, they're where the that time period of SNL movies are are just they're on point. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. trying to do it today. Like, I, did you see the King of Staten Island with uh, the new kid? What's his name? I um I know you're talking. I I I, I think it? I have it saved Pete, in my Pete, Amazon. Pete, Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. No, I mean it's it's it was a Judd Apatow movie, but like the movies with Chevy Chase, the vacation movies, the movie, the Blues Brothers, Ghostbusters. Right. Like you, they're the you national lampoon movies yeah. yeah you can't you know christmas vacation i mean that's probably on rotation in your house right yeah yeah it's it. what's the obsession with what's the obsession with christmas i mean it's, it's the greatest holiday ever but like what's the obsession with it so it years and years and years ago it was i was i was dating someone but i was living alone in my own place and it was my first christmas away and you know not like listen i lived like 25 minutes from where my parents lived you know what i mean my first apartment right. you know so it wasn't anything like that big a deal but i was just like it's so boring here. Like, this is no fun. So I'm like, I went out, I, I bought a tree, I bought lights and put them up and stuff like that. And people come over like, 
your apartment's so cheerful. It's so much fun. I'm like, yeah, it's just kind of fun. So then like, you know, I've met somebody, you know, my first marriage and, you know, it, we had a house. I'm like, oh, I'm going to decorate. Let's get it all lit up. And I lit it up. And then people were like, you put a lot into that. Well, then I just kept adding to it and adding to it. And, you know, and then it got to a point where I'm like, well, what do I do now? But like, people were like, oh, I love when you put your lights up. Cause I, my lights go up in August and September, they turn on November 1st. Really? Right. So on Halloween, everything comes down. It all goes to put away. And then November 1st, my lights come up and it's turned into right in the, the long theory of like, I love it's sound corny. I love how excited people get when they see my lights now. Yeah. Right. When they like, and cause you pull up on the side of my house, you turn your car on the radio and the lights dance to the music, you know, like the great Christmas light fight type stuff. Right. Like, and so it just, I what love I, seeing what, that. what I see about you is you genuinely want to help people. Yeah. And I think that that's why you're going to have so much success with your channel because like you genuinely have something to share and whether it's Christmas lights or retail arbitrage or the, or finding penny deals, like you want to help people. And that's, I, I commend you so much for that. And like, it just, it's oozing from you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I'll be honest. It's, it's burned me in the past. Ah, who cares? You know what I mean? Like yeah, going but, beyond like, to do this but it's to everyone though John. right like everyone's yeah. gotten burned by assholes but like it just makes you go forward it it, it propels you forward can you and, do I've, I've been wanting to ask you this for a while now can you do disney on a on a penny budget is that possible because we're big disney fans but is it possible to go down there and and have a really budgeted vacation so the trick is that, like i'll tell you like i've dug into it a little bit right so I mean, the main tricks that like a lot of people know, right? Like you drive instead of fly, you right. know, and then the second half of that is you stay within a 20 mile radius of the resort, not at the resort. Right. And you look for those off beaten path cities that aren't as built up, but they still may have some restaurants like mom and pop restaurants. So you can eat out. Mm -hmm. You obviously pack your food. Mm -hmm. The trick though is that I've learned over the years. So you can buy anything with a maximum of 25 Disney gift cards. So if you buy the Disney gift cards on eBay or discount deal websites, you can buy your tickets at a discount in the Disney store with the gift cards. Interesting. And so it's learning the tricks like that. Like, you know, you may only get $5 off like a $20 gift card that someone's selling on eBay, but that's a $5 savings, you know, and you keep doing that and pile up. But that's where the trick comes in because they only let you use $25 gift cards to buy something because before they change that rule, you could go into and book a hotel on site with gift cards and it was unlimited. Wow. And so people would go in with 2000 gift cards. Some might only have a dollar on it. You know what I mean? Or something like that. And, but then they're sitting there scanning the gift cards and obviously it created such a problem that <laughs> I would know. pay money. I would pay money to watch you take your family on this vacation. That would be fun. That would I'm be not kidding. like yeah. to drive from Cleveland down to Orlando when obviously things get better. Right. I, I would watch that day one of the suburban deer Disney vacation. I would pay money to watch this. Like I, I it'd be fun to do the pre-planning, you know, and record yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. everything, to not, soup to yeah. everything from day one, like a, like a seven day vacation. You have, um, you have three, you kids, can probably get it sponsored or at least portions of it sponsored. Right. Yeah. So my, we're waiting, my youngest, uh, turned seven in December. And so we were waiting until he was 10 because then my oldest is still under 18. So <laughs> but how old are your kids? Uh, it's 14, uh, 12 and six. Well, yeah, soon to be seven boys yeah. or girls, uh, girl, boy, boy, oldest is a girl. Very nice. Yeah. So, you know, and so we're like, 
not that he wouldn't remember it at six or seven, but we're like, you know, I just remember like I remember every family vacation after 10 o'clock. You know what I mean? Like when you're at 10 and, and stuff like that. And like and he, then he can also go on anything. There's no worry if he's old enough or any of that. And it's also like the handling because Disney also has a lot of stuff now where like it's not so much daycare. Right. But there's stuff the kids can go to and then the parents can go have a dinner or something. And so like yes. we want to experience it start to finish because we want to do the all right. Universal, Epcot, Disney. The You have to. You have yeah. to. And like I'll tell you one week, there's not enough time. Like because no. there's, there's Legoland, no. there's Universal, there's SeaWorld. So Eric and I, our families are obsessed with it. We love Disney yeah. um, so much so that we got places down there because we were going so frequently we went first time we stayed the animal kingdom and it was so much money yeah but we said we might as well just have a mortgage down here because the kids had such a good time right. and we also have a lot of allergies and disney is flawless with allergies that's awesome but yeah no it's great and really and truly we've, we've been going down there a lot but i would love to like see someone go down there on a budget i would i would love to see you do that really and truly Day yeah one, no i I've, we've been slowly because I, I had looked into it a couple of years ago, but then we decided to hold off. So I just, you know, step back and, and wait to the see. Kid, and the kids, the kids don't forget, by the way, they, right. they do not forget my, I have a 12 year old son and an eight year old girl, and they've been going to Disney for about four years now. Okay. They, they remember when they rode the frozen ride the first time they remember when they saw, you know, beauty and the beast on stage. They remember that stuff. Yeah. See, I, cause I remember, I remember the first time we went, it was just cause I, I have a, I'm the oldest and I have a younger brother and then a younger sister in that right. order. And uh, when we first went, my sister wasn't even born yet, you know, so we were little, but I remember, you know, I remember the, the glass on the door because we, my mom rented a house from a friend of hers down there. You know what I mean? And right. they did it on a budget, you know what I mean? And then right. I remember the next time we went and that's, that's kind of like still in my head, right? Like it's like we stayed on resort and we did this and everything was included and everything else. And my parents never, ever like, had us see anything as far as any sort of struggles or anything like that but you could just tell like the amount of money being dropped yep you know what i mean like you just see it i was older than, i think i was driving it i might have been 16 when we went you know because my sister was old enough then you know so we right. went three of us and i just remember i was like it was so, like it wasn't a struggle like we had food there we had fun it was a great time and everything but you could just see you know what i mean <laughs> like the amount dropped on that in the magic kingdom you can't get a penny shirt I mean, right. I don't know if there's any discounts on Main Street. <laughs> you, right. you're, you're spending. You're going to pay $25 churro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But it's at, but that's, that's that's the memory. That's the magic of it, though. Right. No, exactly. And that's where, like, we want to do it. Because, like, again, that, that's just a, that's the way my head is, in a sense. Like, I want to stay off. Like, again, not with the kids. right? But, like, if the wife and I went to Disney, right? Like, hey, let's try and do this. Like, I'd want to stay that, like, 10 to 15 minutes out and find that weird little restaurant with the greatest burger in the country they're all there right they're right. all there i love like the wife and i like we you know we went to uh florida a couple years ago we we were given like a friend of the family like hey no one's using our timeshare for a week do you want it and i'm like okay and they're like we don't want any money from you just go down there we're like great you know so we we drove down there like we just went off the beaten path looking for this and like we want to find the largest ball of yarn right like <laughs> no it's they're all down there there's the um gatorland like yes it, Gatorland is just a place of alligators. That place is a trip. It's, it's awesome. It, it's incredible, man. But no, you you gotta. I would love to see a suburban beer Disney Disney special. So right. where can where can everybody find you? So uh, at Suburban Beard everywhere, right? So you got the Instagram, the Twitter, MySpace, TikTok. Uh, I'm even on that weird Russian one that starts with a V. I don't. <laughs> Again, I captured my name everywhere. That's all I was worried about at first, right? Like right. this is my name. I want it. Have you trademarked it? No. 
no, I, I started looking at it, but then like where I was, and maybe I just don't know the right research or how to read like the one. I have they, legal, I, Zoom, go, to, go to legalzoom.com. Okay. I have an entertainment attorney that does this type of stuff. Okay. She will charge you for it, but right, of course. You, you will own the name suburban beard. Okay. And, and she will make sure that no one else will use that name. Right. Good. So yeah, I'm just saying, if you want, I could introduce you to her, or you can try and find another local attorney that can copyright or trademark. But you to you totally should. You, you yeah. have you have such a great thing going. Yeah, because the first thing I looked at was like the, it was like two grand. That I'm like, I can do this cheaper. There's got to be a way to. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, definitely. And this was just on a web. Like this wasn't even an attorney. This is just some random website. Like, oh, it's two grand, and then then you have your trademark. I'm like, it also seemed way too fishy and complete and non complicated. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like like this can't be that easy. <laughs> Josh, you got friends for life, man. Really oh, and truly. And, we appreciate yeah. you. Um, and just for everyone's frame of reference, Josh was watching one of our live streams and Michael picked up. Michael's like, he looks like he has a YouTube channel. And then we connected, we emailed and he's on our show. So, you know, we love collaborating with you. We love that you came on here. And um, this is your platform. Anytime you want to come on, if you're getting that Disney vacation prepared and you want to say right. it to the world. <laughs> you, here it is. Yeah. Come check out Suburban. Right. And, and everybody and go look at Suburban Beard. Yeah. Really great guy and amazing channel. And you can definitely learn some tips and tricks on uh, on finding penny halls, retail arbitrage, and uh, you know you can anybody can make a living doing this. And I think yeah. that's what his whole goal is to show. Yeah, everybody, please like, subscribe, share, comment, smash that remind button, that like button. We appreciate and go you check all. Check out Suburban Beard, everybody. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.